Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jordan Anderson. Welcome to the podcast. On this episode, we've got a, an audio excerpt from my YouTube video, the 60-Day Marketing Plan. Uh, in this episode, we kind of go over the 60-Day Marketing Strategy Worksheet uh, that I put up on my website a couple days ago. If you want to download the PDF and print it out and work on the worksheet yourself as you kind of listen along, uh, there is a link in the show notes. And if you want to watch the full video, I'll also link... Uh, Link the YouTube video in there as well. Hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Anderson here. On this episode, we're going to go over the 60-day marketing strategy. Okay, let's dive into it. Since we're in quarantine right now, and a lot of businesses are shut down right now, and really, there's been kind of two reactions. One reaction has just been to kind of like stay on the sidelines and say, even if you have no income or no business or you're basically not doing anything or you have no clients or your clients have all shut down or postponed. Uh, some people have just chosen to just stay on the sidelines. I'm not going to, I'm dialing everything down. I'm not doing anything. The other reaction I've seen, and I think it's a little more of a positive reaction has been to kind of resharpen the tools. Like right now is the best time. Like, okay, we're forced to not do any work. All our clients have postponed all our projects. So let's, we can at least do something productive right now. We can at least, uh, resharpen our tools. We can re- figure out what we're going to do in the future. And this is kind of great downtime to either, you know, create content or create some kind of new strategy on what happens when the economy reopens. Um, so I kind of wanted to make this marketing strategy for you guys. It's called the 60 day marketing strategy, but this could be 90 days from now. And this could be a hundred days from now. This could be 30 days from now. Um, but the idea behind the strategy is to when you have this downtime now to kind of think about what you want to do in the future, think about um, what you want to do over the next 60 days. Because let's say right now you're watching this video and we do have the economy is going to reopen in 60 days. What are you going to do between now and 60 days to get ready for that sort of, I've been calling it the 100-yard sprint that uh, everyone's just going to, you know, rush to, maybe not the consumers, but every business is going to try to rush to get their business up and running started as soon as possible, get clients, get projects going again. Um, so I want you guys to be prepared for this. So let's kind of go through this. Um, you can find this at jordanpanderson.com slash learn. You can find the 60 day, 60 day marketing strategy. And I'll put a link here in the, uh, the YouTube video. So let's kind of go through it. Uh, the first section is, like I said, target audience. So the first main question is who do you want to help? What clients out there, what doesn't have to be clients actually, what audience, what specific person out there do you want to help? And the more specific you get, the better it's going to be. So it's, you know, you could say, oh, I want to help filmmakers. Oh, I want to help photographers. But you could also say, like, I want to help uh, that you like go add one adjective to that or add two adjectives to that. It's like, I want to help filmmakers in St. Louis who work on brand uh, work on brand videos, you know, things like that. So it's like kind of, it helps to go really narrow with this to really kind of not be so broad, not have this huge category of people, but to really nail it down. Even like I've even told clients before, like give this person a name, like what, what's the, what would, if you had to name this person, name this exact customer, name this exact audience member, uh, what would their names be? What would their life look like? So the flesh that out, kind of really think about that. And that goes to the next question too. What problems are they facing? I think it, I think it's relevant now to think about the problems that they're facing right now as opposed to the problems that they were facing, say, six months ago or a year from now or a year ago. I mean, it's they're, those types of problems that they're facing are probably still relevant and they're still probably 
Like these probably are still going to happen in their business in the future, but since we're kind of in the 60-day lockdown, it's helpful to think about what are they going through right now? Like, okay, all the projects have been postponed. All their uh, their income is totally down, you know, or, you know, their customer, half their customers have left or half their customers don't have the money to pay them anymore. So what are the problems that they're facing right now? Kind of think, uh, we kind of want to think a little short term for this one. The next section is value proposition. So I, the first question I want you is to name three ways that you can help your audience. That doesn't have to be a service. It doesn't have to be a product, but it could be. It could be some, what is something that you can do to help your audience? Is that teaching them something? Is that, uh, helping them work through a problem that, they, you know, thinking about that problem in the first question, what problems are they facing? So think about how could you solve that problem? This is going to be a very personal question to you. And this is all kind of related to your abilities and what you think is possible. But I want you to kind of name three ways that you can help your audience. Whether it is a solution, say as a new service or a new product that you want to create. And with all these questions, I want, I don't want you to kind of fly through this. I mean, yeah, you could spend only five minutes on this and it'd be fine. But what I, I really want to stress, like, think about this, take these questions in, uh, and really think about, you know, what is the best way to, uh, to help my audience. Let me adjust my light real quick. Okay. What can you offer? in the next 24 hours. So this is where I'm going to start to add some constraints to this marketing plan. If I gave you only 24 hours to do something and you had to help your audience solve that problem, what would you do? I really want you to kind of think like, okay, you know, is that record a podcast? Is that record a video? Is that, uh, you know, send 10 comments, send 10 messages to some friends, some colleagues that could maybe see if they need help. Like what could you do in the, in 24 hours? Um, and you'll be surprised. Well, you'll, you'll really be surprised what you can actually achieve in 24 hours. The next question is, what can you offer in the next 30 days? So now we're getting a little more long-term. This is something a little more thought out, a little more fleshed out. Uh, what is sort of, maybe it's a new online course. Maybe it's a uh, something. You know, I'll, I, I want you guys to get really, really creative on this. What can you offer them in the next 30 days uh, to where it's going to be kind of long-lasting? It doesn't have to, you don't have to necessarily charge for this. Um, but I want you... To think, okay, I have four weeks to do this. What am I going to offer? The next section is content marketing. So I want you to, the first, the first question is I want you to name three things that you can teach your audience. Um, this, this could be related to the value proposition earlier, but, uh, this is more specific about content. So if you had to teach something, if I, you know, right now I'm teaching you a skill, what three skills could you teach to your audience? Uh, remember to that specific person that we laid out, uh, what could you teach them? New skill, new workflow, a new app that you knew about, a new website, a new way of writing something, uh, you know, a new style of writing. The idea behind, okay, I want to teach my audience. It's you're thinking about it. I want you to get in the mindset of like, how can I create value for my audience? How can I think about what they need? How can I think about, um, how can I deliver value to them? You know, we hear this like deliver value, deliver value. What does that really mean? It's just, you know, thinking about what offer, what can you offer them? that they would say, thank you so much for giving me this. I'm really appreciative of it. And it kind of makes their life better, makes their business better. Of course, the uh, the lawnmower guys started outside, perfect. Um, all right, so this is the, so the next question is, list three opinions about your industry that you feel strongly about. Um, there's a method to this. It's not just, you know, I'm not just asking you randomly to give me your opinion about your industry, but what's gonna start to separate you from the rest of 
the service providers or people in your industry, in your space, is that you actually have a perspective on things. You have, uh, not only can you do something uh, at a high level, but you can also understand things. You have, you're thinking about things. Every, we all have opinions about our own industry, the problems we see in the industry, what we like about our industry. So I want you to write out three uh, maybe divisive opinions about, you know, maybe what's something that you feel really strongly about in your industry that, that maybe other people don't feel about. Uh, for me, like with creative, you know, in the kind of creative space, I feel that, you know, creators like us, we don't really pay ourselves, uh, enough and we kind of lack the self-confidence to kind of ask for the price. So my opinion is that, uh, I feel that, uh, creators should ask for more money and should kind of, uh, not be afraid to talk about pricing or talk about, uh, you know, charging for what they're worth in early conversations with their clients. That's an opinion I have. Uh, so, you know, and then you would list out three other opinions. Uh, okay. If you had 15 minutes, how, okay. So again, this, a lot of these are going to have some constraints. If you had 15 minutes, how would you teach your audience something new? Uh, if I told you to scramble, set a timer, you got to put the camera on your face. You got to, uh, write a blog post. You got to, uh, post something on Instagram or on Twitter in 15 minutes. What is something that you would teach your audience and, and make it something valuable? Like what, you know, if, again, these are all just ways to kind of, I want you to get uh, these, let these be little kind of hypothetical situations. I don't literally mean, you know, if you had to, I'm only giving you 15 minutes to do something, but think in that mindset, think in that constraint mindset that if you had, yeah, if you were limited in time right now, it's, you know, we, again, I think we overestimate how much time something takes, especially like content like this. We kind of overestimate that, you know, oh, it's, you know, one video or one podcast episode or one blog post. That'll take me all day. That'll take me eight hours. If we kind of work in the time that we're given. So if I only gave you 15 minutes to work on something, I think you'd be surprised how much you could actually get done in 15 minutes. Next question is what can you give away for free? So. Yes, you charge your services, you charge for a pro the products that you sell, but what is something that you could give away for free? And this, I want to separate this a little bit from content. Yes, obviously content is mostly free. It, a majority of it's, a super majority of it's free. The videos that you're watching, the podcast that you listen to is all free. What is something that may be valuable to you, whether it's a template like this or whether it's, you know, um, a private course or a personal is it a, you know, is it a 15 minute call with you? Is it a, a private, you know, join you a private Slack channel? What are, what are some things that, uh, that would kind of hurt a little bit to give away for free? And I say in this, in, especially in this context where I've seen a lot of people start to discount things and they start to like, you know, everything's 50% off, everything is 60% off when it's a, actually a premium product or it's like a high quality product. Like you don't, if you're coming off as a premium product and you're giving away, you know, Ferrari doesn't discount. Apple doesn't discount. So if, especially, and, and again, how I feel about, uh, you know, the creative space in general, I think we should be charging more for our work. Um, but what is something you can give away for free? Because when you give away something for free, it's a little bit different than a discount. So think about that. All right. And then finally, before we move on to the next section, is I want you to set a timer for five minutes and write down everything you know about your industry or business. So this is the uh, David C. Baker's drop and give me 20 method. This is, uh, so this is the kind of drop and give me 20 method. If I gave you five minutes and you had to write down as much as you know about the industry, all the insights, all the knowledge that you have, what, 
what would you write down? Facts, figures, little tiny nuances that you know about your industry that maybe no one else knows about. So, and I, and I want you to stop here. I want you to stop at this point. Don't proceed until you go on to the next step because, um, really this is loading up your ammo. This is all kind of, we're putting together all the resources here. Um, getting the word out. Where does your audience hang out? So it's important, you know, okay, we've thought about the person, we thought about what their problems are, we thought about how we can solve those problems, we thought about the content we can provide them. Now we need to start thinking about what are the platforms, where do they hang out? Um, is it in a Facebook group? Is it a Slack channel? Is it is it on Twitter? Is it on Instagram? Are they uh do they like to share Instagram stories more than they share Instagram posts? How you know, think of put yourself in their shoes. How are they consuming content? How are they how are they kind of thinking about you know, when they're, when they're on these platforms, what are the mindset that they have too? You know, if they're on Pinterest, are they looking for more inspiration? If they're on Facebook, are they looking to connect with friends? If they're on Instagram, are they in a business mindset? Or if they're on, you know, say TikTok, are they in sort of a comedic, you know, jovial, uh, laid back environment? So, uh, depending on where they hang out the most, you want to kind of tailor your content or at least, you know, put a nice bow on it that kind of suits the environment that you're going to be uh, presenting this content in. And I, I wrote a blog post. The next question I wrote a blog post about this. And, uh, and I, and I, 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 I was like, let me put this in the, in the worksheet. This will be good. If you couldn't use your favorite platform, what would you use? So my favorite platform to work on, I'd say is, I'd say it's probably YouTube, um, or emails. But if I had, if I was told like, this has been shut down permanently, you cannot work here anymore. You have to move on. Some people's favorite platform that they work their business on is Instagram. If Instagram was shut down, what would you do next? Would you go to Twitter? Would you go to TikTok? Would you go uh, back over to Pinterest? Would you start a new Facebook group? Like, where would you go? Like, if, again, I want you to kind of think in these constraint mindset because what this question actually is about is what, you know, your primary location is, sure, Instagram, but, or, you know, or whatever social platform. But if I had told you, what, what's your secondary platform? Because I'm not expecting that these platforms are going to disappear, but I want you to start building places and, you know, building audiences in two places so that one can feed the other. Or if you, if you let's say, for example, your main platform is Instagram and you want to start to move to TikTok or you want to start a YouTube channel or you want to start a podcast, then I want you to start siphoning off people from Instagram onto that new platform. And that's how you're going to build that secondary platform. And I want you to kind of build them side by side. I don't want you to just have all the, you know, have all your leverage in one platform because if they, you know, change the algorithm or they say, hey, you're no longer relevant, um, then you have nowhere else to go. You have nowhere else to take your audience and you, you're trying to like, you know, you're trying to save your audience from that main platform and trying to drag them over. Instead, maybe start to train them, start to get them used to the idea that, oh, you kind of serve two platforms. So if I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube as well. Or I have a podcast in YouTube, or I'm on a, you know, I have an email newsletter in YouTube, or, you know, so start to think of these kind of two, uh, separate platforms. Um, the last one is kind of funny. I want you to name a platform that you will never use, and I want you to write out why. Because usually when you kind of write out why, the reason you kind of see it, and you see it on paper, you're like, wow, that is, that's kind of a dumb reason. Um, for me in 2015, it was Instagram. I, I was like, this is stupid. This is just for photographers. I'm not going to use Instagram. This is for, this is for chicks. I don't like, it's, I, there's no reason for me to be on Instagram. Yes, I was completely wrong about that. Uh, of course you need to be on Instagram now. It's like, it's 
one of the largest platforms out there. So, uh, you know, maybe there's some platforms out there that you go, this isn't relevant to my audience. This isn't relevant to the people I serve. Uh, is that LinkedIn? Is that TikTok? Is that Snapchat? Is that YouTube? I want you, I don't want you to be so closed minded to some of these platforms because they're all going to become just content platforms. You know, they're all just going to be just places where you upload a video. And and right now it may seem like there's a specific genre that you have to follow. If you're on LinkedIn, you only have to post business stuff and do and post business related portfolio networking kind of stuff. But who's to say you can post, you know, your fun, you know, painting tutorial video or how to make a logo YouTube video on LinkedIn or your, you know, who's to say, who's to say that's not the right time and place for that. Um, as more people come onto these platforms, you're, what may have started as just a single genre type platform is going to expand just to everybody. So, you know, Facebook was just college kids. Instagram was just, you know, creative photographers. And now it's everybody. There's, you know, so if you think TikTok is just for dancing or TikTok's just for, you know, kids, children, millennials, uh, or if you think LinkedIn is just for networking and business and, you know, got to have your suit on and your, you know, your portfolio, uh, or your profile picture has to be like you in a suit with your, uh, it doesn't have to be that. So you kind of make it what you want, uh, because the, they want, you know, these platforms, they want content. They want more people. They want more different types of people on these platforms too. So don't, don't kind of limit yourself there. Let's go on to the next section, uh, building systems. So the first question I have in building systems is excluding social media. How do you communicate with your audience? So this is another constraint question, uh, are you emailing them? Are you, is it a podcast? Is it a newsletter? Uh, if I had, if I, you know, if they couldn't send you a DM or they couldn't leave you a comment on YouTube, how would they communicate with you? And, uh, is that a contact form on your website? Do you have your email address available? Do you have some sort of work email that it, the general public could use? Um, do you have, I don't know, do you have a, some, you know, or even a private newsletter that people could join on? I'm actually talking about all of this in my daily newsletter. So this, let this kind of midway point of the video be sort of a plug. Go to jordanpanderson.com and sign up for my daily newsletter uh, because we're kind of going through all this, all these kind of topics uh, on a daily basis in these short emails. So uh, the next question is, if someone showed interest in your brand, how would you reach out to them? Uh, I just put, I just posted this yesterday. So like how difficult is it for you to kind of get in contact with you? If I had to, if I tried to talk with you, if I tried to get your, you know, get you on the phone, if I tried to set up a meeting with you, how difficult is that for you and kind of put yourself in the audience's uh, perspective? You know, if I'm on YouTube, I really like your video and I click on your YouTube channel and I go to your about page. Do you have some link that can, so I can email you or send you a private message or say, hey, you know, I love your work. I really like to, maybe we can work together. How, like, do you have that option set up? So next section is schedule. And these are the last two questions for your marketing strategy. You know, this is eight pages of stuff, but I think by the end of it, you'll realize that you actually have a pretty robust marketing plan after all this. Um, what content can you create daily? So I kind of struggled with this a long time ago. Um, when I kind of first started this YouTube channel, I was really like, you know, it was, I won't say it was started. I won't say it was, in, I won't say it was started because of Casey and I said, but I think everybody at the same time started to try to do daily vlogs and it was all kind of this like challenge to ourselves. Like, could we make a video every day and could we put out a video every single day? Um, that got a little tough. 
I think for a lot of people, I think, uh, I tried to do it or I tried to do like five days a week or like, and then it turned into three days a week and then twice a week and then once a week and then no, then zero times a week. So, um, I want you to kind of pace yourself with this. I want you to think about what type of content, uh, could I create daily? And this requires a lot of, how do I put it? A lot of lubrication, a lot of like cutting out the BS, cutting out the workflow barriers, um, what's the shortest path between you creating the content and you distributing the content? So for me, what I can create daily is a daily newsletter. So you go to jordanpanderson.com, you sign up for it. I'm sending an email that's anywhere between 200 words and 500 words. You know, that could be like five sentences or that could be, you know, 20, 25 sentences of information. And it takes two to three minutes to read. It takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to write it. And it's something I can do every day. I can, not only can I do it every day, but like, you know, it's a good way, like I can pace myself with it. There's uh I'm not going to get burnt out from doing, from writing, you know, five sentences a day. That That's, that's not something I, I don't envision myself getting burnt out on. If I try to make a video like this every day, maybe that would get a little tough because there's editing and there's graphics and titles and uploading and distribution. Uh, maybe that could get, maybe that could burn you out. So I want you to think about in your workflow, is it a picture? Is it a live stream video? Is it a selfie video on Instagram stories? What can you do every day um, that can share that you can share with this audience that you've kind of created? The final question is what content can you create on a weekly basis? So this is maybe these pieces of content are a little bit more in depth. Maybe these are a little more fleshed out. Maybe a video like this is something I would kind of create on a weekly basis. Um, or is it a live stream? Is it going live? Is it a Q&A session? What is something that you can create that's a little more, maybe I won't, pillars, maybe not the right word, but what, you know, if you're producing something every single day, that's kind of small micro content. What are some of these big chunks of content that you can put out every single week, whether it's an Instagram carousel or it's a YouTube video or, you know, there's a lot of different types of content out there, or maybe it's a big, more in depth newsletter, you know, or it's, or it's a podcast episode. Maybe it's an hour long podcast that you, recorded all week and you post it on Friday or you post it on Monday. So I want you to think about that. All right. So if you have any questions, I want you to reach out to me at info at jordanpanderson.com. And again, I want you guys to join my daily newsletter. Uh, you can go straight to it and kind of skip all the, all the BS at tinyletter.com slash jordanpanderson. But if you want to kind of learn a little bit more, kind of, uh, there is a form on jordanpanderson.com where I kind of send you a little bit of taste of like what the daily email looks like because that can be a little overwhelming. So I kind of want to, want to ease you into the process of a daily newsletter. Um, okay. So that's it. Uh, this is the, again, this is the 60 day marketing plan. I hope this helps. Uh, if you have any questions, leave it in the comments. Uh, I'd be happy to help. And again, you can get a copy of this printable worksheet at jordanpanderson.com slash learn. And it should be down in the template section. Um, that's it. Thanks for watching, guys, and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Jordan P. Anderson podcast. Before we swipe away and go on to the next episode, I want you guys to go to jordanpanderson.com to sign up for my daily newsletter where we're talking about strategy, marketing, branding for creative small businesses. So if you're a creative small business, I want you guys to sign up at jordanpanderson.com. I'll see you there.